Outside the Box with Lincoln Stars head coach Rocky Russo and Stars broadcaster Cristiano Simonetta on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hearing this song a lot if you're a Lincoln Stars fan as of late. Six straight wins for the good guys. Welcome back to Outside the Box. I'm Cristiano Simonetta, joined alongside by Stars head coach Rocky Russo. Killian Keeker Olsen and Keaton Peters have joined us for segments two and three. But really quick, let's thank today's sponsor, Empyrean Brewing Company. The Icebox is excited to offer local beer choices at Stars Games, which includes Lincoln's Empyrean Brewing Company. Their new beer, Sunslinger Extra Pale Ale, is a wheat-centered ale that is low on calories and carbs. It's also surprisingly flavorful with lemon highlights for a refreshing, easy-drinking beer. Enjoy other popular beers from Empyrean like Mind Over Mango IPA and Goal Line Amber Ale, sold only at the Icebox. Cheers and let's go, stars. KO, Keaton, what's going on, guys? Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having us on. Yep. Are you guys a little nervous? I asked you before we jumped on, but are you guys seasoned pros? I mean, you're a 21-year-old, you're the 18-year-old, but you guys have already been thrown into the gauntlet that is Lincoln Stars Media. Yeah, I mean, I've been on a couple... uh radio shows uh, in prior years so no it's uh, nothing new keaton what about you yeah i think uh, this will be my first radio show so looking forward to it well your your first instruction is to get your your mouth nice and close to the microphone well, there, there. Rookie mistake try to here. talk into the top of the the microphone so don't worry i got the same instruction when we started this a few months ago and i have extensive radio experience so um uh, guys welcome to the show uh i i said to cristiano this afternoon hey i want to i want to make sure we get everybody uh on the team on the show here throughout the year and uh keaton has been with us longer than ko has but uh wanted to make sure you guys both got on so glad to have you here there's a lot of north american hockey yes, league is. roots in this room right now <laughs> and uh and these two guys played uh in a in the same division, not at the same time, right? Uh, Ko played in uh, Chippewa, mm. and uh, and Keaton was with the Janesville Jets. Neither of those teams would have survived in the Dirty South division, <laughs> but that's a that's another story entirely. So, um, guys, you you know, Ko, you've been in the the USHL now for a couple years. Uh, Keaton, you had a you had a short stay in the North American League before you joined us, but uh, tell us a little bit about your experience in that league and, and what it did to help get you here to the USHL? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, when you're in the North American League, I mean, even when you're not, when you're playing AAA, you want to make the USHL. That's the goal. That's uh, that's what you're trying to aspire to. And um, then when you get put in the North American League, getting cut from the USHL, mm-hmm. uh, I think a, a whole new drive is, um, you know, awoken I- within yourself. And, uh, I mean – the difference that there's i mean there's there's plenty of differences but i mean uh between the leagues but um yeah no i think uh once you're in the north american league all you're thinking about is playing your best hockey playing your hardest hockey hoping to get noticed by a ushl scout coach looking for that opportunity um you know to get called up during the year if not get drafted that's a really good segue talking about Killian Kicker Olsen's progression and development before coming to the USHL. Our great Quillips question of the week. The Stars actually drafted KO previously before acquiring him at this year's deadline. What year was that? Text that answer to 402-464-5685 for a chance to win tickets to Saturday or Sunday's game. What year did the Stars draft Killian Kicker Olsen? Text your answer to 402-464-5685. Isn't that a crazy story, Rocky? 
you know what it's uh it's funny because um you know i i had some experience with ko we spent about three weeks together in moscow and then ultimately sochi russia for the serious world junior cup in uh in august of 2019 and um got to know him a little bit and and so when it came time for this trade to happen we were looking around the league and trying to figure out where we were going with with what we were going to try to accomplish we wanted a center and and i was really ultra concerned about making sure that we were putting the right person in our locker room and so my experience with him during that event uh, gave me the confidence to say, hey, I know this kid. You know, I got along with him well. His teammates liked him when we were there for that three weeks. And, and uh, I talked to Nick Trella briefly, and I'm like, hey, how did you like your experience with KO? He had nothing but good things to say. So I'm like, okay, like let's uh, let's pull the trigger here. So it's so funny how, you know, experiences elsewhere obviously always – the hockey world is small, so they always find their way back again. Uh, I didn't even know that KO had been drafted by Lincoln until we started these conversations with Nick and Billy, and and Billy was like, "Hey, yeah, he was drafted here," and and uh, you know, so he's like, "I know him a little bit, but um, you know, I don't know him the way you do." So very, very cool little bit of information for our fans. Yeah, and KO was drafted three times in the USHL: Dubuque, Lincoln, and yep. Des Moines. And speaking of Des Moines. Keaton Peters, the guy to your right, scored a big goal in a game that you were on the other side of in Des Moines in the third period. Keaton, just talk a little bit about your first USHL season and what do you think you've learned the most from your time here in Lincoln? Yeah, I uh, I remember that game. I remember going up against KO in, in uh, those faceoffs quite a lot. Um, but I, I think the season's been great, obviously, starting off in Janesville. Um, that gave me the opportunity to, to have Lincoln Scouts take a look at me and um, – I had the opportunity to come up and, and play a weekend and um, ended up making the most of that opportunity. And I, I've been loving it here ever since. And the guy you'll face this weekend, Charlie Shane, was your teammate last year. Are you close with him at all? Like, what's um, the texting been like? Yeah, or something I like shared that? the locker room with him for uh, just a week. Yeah, I, I went and skated with uh, Janesville last year uh, for some practices in a game. Um, but, yeah, I remember having a conversation with him. For sure. So is there going to be a little – do you guys talk like when it, when it comes to guys that have maybe played on previous teams, whether it's in the North American League, maybe in high school in Minnesota and stuff like that, where you see them up again and then you're like, hey, guys, how, how are you doing? And then it's down yeah, to business as soon as the puck sure. drops. Talking to them before the yeah. game and warm-ups. Yeah, absolutely. Of, yeah. On the yeah. ice even, you know, at the draws, yeah. A little, mm -hmm. little smile like, hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing? You know. A little yeah. chirp back and forth, some banter going on. Always. As centermen, what's that like too? Is there really a conversation? Because I see you guys talking all the time to other other centers. Is there a conversation going on? Maybe it's to the the linesman that's dropping the puck, or, or what's the strategy? Uh, well, well, I mean, me, I don't, I don't shut up. I talk to everybody. Yeah. So uh, linesman, ref, uh, you know, other other teammates uh, or kids on the other team. Uh, yeah, no, they all get a conversation out of me for sure. Do you guys battle in faceoff drills in practice? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we do. We do faceoffs in practice. Yeah, we do. Um, you know, we'll. we'll We'll drop pucks for each other and stuff for sure. Is there a key to winning a faceoff? Maybe like a little cheating, a little bit that goes on. What's the secret there? I think you got to get in the other guy's head a little bit. Okay, make him think you're gonna do something, and then you go for a different route than what he's thinking. I like when the centerman tries to do the old Mario Lemieux and push it through push the it opposition. Through. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, you could go to that well too often though. Oh, of course. And and if you do, then then it's hard to uh, it's hard to keep your guy in front of you if you lose that draw, and and then you end up with numbers up the the uh, ice. So you got to be careful. I did have to show the guys the way a little bit last week, though. I <laughs> I won a couple draws against some of the centers, and and they weren't too happy with me. So then Dalt stepped in. I had to beat him two out of three times, and uh, and then he was really upset too. Would you ever put him on a faceoff? Uh, yes. Yes, and here's why. Because there's been times in my career that we've had a five on three, and under the certain circumstances, I've used three defensemen. And so in that situation, I would have uh, a D take the draw. That wasn't the ACHA two shorthanded goals. No, no, it was <laughs> not. Um, that was, uh, well, like we did it in Amarillo a couple times. Um, we we may have done it at one point this year, too. Um so it's it's happened before, and uh, I think depending on the time left in the in the period, how much time's left on the the penalty, um, who's in the box, all those circumstances are are uh, a part of that decision. But it's been done. Ko, let's talk about postseason hockey. You played for Des Moines last year. They were close to making a run. You know, we traded for Joey Pierce. You guys got Zach Erdahl, and we thought you guys were just going to be this unreal team. We're glad we took you this year because we saw your effectiveness last year, and now you're headed to the Clark Cup playoffs. So what's that mentality been like on a team like Des Moines at the trade deadline? Did you have a feeling that you were maybe going to get dished? Were there conversations within the organization where you felt like, okay, I maybe have played my last game here? You know, it, it was kind of strange because I was kind of expecting it to happen on Sunday, trade deadline being uh, Monday, I mm -hmm. believe, and – I was kind of expecting, you know, if if I'm going to go somewhere, it's going to happen on Sunday. I'm going to get a call. You know, I was keeping my phone on me, you know, just in case looking. And I went to bed Sunday night and I was like, I'm I'm staying here. I was convinced I wasn't going anywhere. And then, uh, you know, sure enough, uh, in the locker Monday morning and uh, yeah, got the news. So. so was that something that you found out about when you showed up at the rink in the morning? Well, it, it nothing. It wasn't officially done yet. Like, I don't think uh, I can details. give you the information at this point. <laughs> I like Keaton um, asking the question. Though. That's yeah. The, uh, that's so when you trade a high school student, mm -hmm. the 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 player and the parent have to sign a trade consent form. Christian Kosis is still in high school. So the timing of everything, getting the paperwork to him and his parents took a little bit longer. And so. Uh, you did not practice that day, right? You got nope. held out of practice, yep. which we were oh, we wow. we were told would happen. Um, and uh, and once we got the paperwork done, then the league finalized and processed the trade. So the trade was done the night before, mm -hmm. um, but there was obviously some uh, some details that had to uh, to get done. And ironically, we tried to trade for another player on your team as well uh, three weeks before that at the import trade deadline and uh about ten, <clears throat> 10 minutes before the deadline scotty pulled the plug on the scout truman trade mm. because we wanted scout as well would you still have gone for me if you got scout look at him i love this <laughs> this is awesome there there is a very legitimate chance that that we would have gone for you as well because we did want two forwards mm -hmm. We did, um, and uh, it just didn't work out that way. We didn't find another Ford that uh, that we liked enough to pull the trigger, but we did like Scout, and I, I have a lot of respect for Scout's game and, and the way he plays, and uh, I thought he would have fit in here nicely. 
Yeah, no, I love that kid. I mean, we text every day still. I, I was really close with that kid. I was, uh, was I, I was literally texting him in the uh, waiting area out there before. Well, I now you can here, let so. him know he could have been a Lincoln star. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the forwards, uh, it's a very good point about the competitiveness and, and adding guys at the deadline and expanding with the unlimited affiliates. Keaton, whether you're battling for a roster spot, sitting out for a game or two, I think you've handled everything like a pro. And as an 18-year-old kid, it's really not guaranteed at this level. So, what do you think the reason is for your ability to focus on the team and also be prepared and work hard in practice for when your number gets called back again? Sure. Um, I don't think having the scratch now raises my compete level. I think I've always been really competitive, um, trying to move up in the lineup and things like that. Um, but it definitely adds um, a level, uh, I don't know the exact word for it, but you're, you're thinking about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um you're trying to you're trying to battle and keep your spot in the lineup, um, and yeah. I I guys like like Keaton and Raf are they're the two youngest guys on the team, right? Like they have been the biggest beneficiary mm-hmm. of us carrying a smaller roster all year because they were in every night all year, and and there's an element that I think is important. I believe is important to knowing that, hey, I I might not be in the lineup. Um, but I also believe, as a younger player, it's nice to know I'm going to be in the lineup. Now it's a matter of, am I going to get a lot of minutes? Am I going to get a little minutes? Um, Keaton's had games where he's had a lot of minutes. Keaton's had games where he's had a little minutes. Um, I get the same effort out of Keaton, no matter what. Uh, and he's his compete level has never come into question his preparation and work ethic throughout the week of practice has never come into question. And I think everything that, that he's going through this year, the, the highs, the lows, um, and everything in between is just going to make him such a better player next year, which is obviously what this is about, right? There's a developmental process and his goal is to, to be ready to play college hockey at, at uh, Northern Michigan when the time is right. And, and, until then, it's let's just continue to find a way to get better. And and uh, I've been really proud of of the way Keaton has just managed that all year long. And and we've seen, you know, seen the game go up, see the maturity. It's always been there, but it's you know when you fight through some adversity, you deal with a little bit more from time to time. And and uh, hats off to you, kid, because you've you've handled it like a pro. And Thank in a you. couple of years, you'll be going to Northern Michigan. Stars assistant coach from 2020-21, Nick Peruzzi is now at Northern Michigan. Have you talked to, to Ruzi? What has he been like? Cause he is just the best guy. I yeah. Love him to death. Yeah. We, uh, we talk a good amount. Um, I keep him updated with, with what's going on here, but, uh, yeah, that there's that Lincoln, uh, Northern connection through there. I remember, uh, in, in the summer at main camp, he, uh, he came up and mm-hmm. introduced himself to me and, and we spoke for a while here in Lincoln he can talk your off for a good oh yeah KO says sure. he's a talker Nick Peruzzi is a guy who will just <laughs> bother you for seven hours and you love him you you and Nick Peruzzi will have something in common because Nick Peruzzi also played for me really wait a minute really when was this uh in 2000 oh god what was, I want to take over the interview what was he like as a player <laughs> <laughs> um Ruzzi was depth forward <laughs> <laughs> um, worked hard, fought, killed penalties. Uh, he played for me in St. Louis for the okay. Bandits in 2008, 2009. Um, or was it 9-10? It was 9-10, 2009, 2010. 
Um, and uh, the guys absolutely loved him. Um, I could say it now. We traded Nick uh, at the deadline, and we're we're going to bring bring a different guy in. And our captains came in and said, "You absolutely cannot trade Nick Peruzzi. We we love him. We need him. Even if he's not going to be in the lineup, he needs to be here." And Jeff Brown went and rescinded the trade. So um, that tells you what type of teammate Nick Peruzzi was. So it doesn't surprise me at all that he he's doing such a great job as a coach. We'll be back more with KO and Keaton on Outside the Box on 93.7 The Ticket.